sometimes it does mean that your relationships are going to evolve and change and that some people aren't going to be in your intimate circle anymore. And when that happens, I promise you it creates space for people who are more in alignment with you, with your authentic self, where you can feel free to be your authentic self, to not worry about what other people are going to think, where you feel seen and understood and heard. I promise there are people out there who are going to accept and love you and celebrate you exactly as you are. But you have to start moving in this direction and you have to be willing to let go of certain relationships or to create space and relationships that are keeping you small. Welcome to The Feminine Frequency, a podcast designed to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your confidence, and embody your authentic expression. I'm your host, Amy Natalie, women's empowerment coach, feminine embodiment guide, and author of The Feminine Way. Each week, you'll receive a new episode filled with feminine wisdom, practical tools, and inspiration to remind you of the feminine power that already lives inside of you. Ready to dive in? Let's do this, sister. Hello, my love, and welcome to today's Intuitive Flow episode I woke up this morning feeling so inspired to create this episode for you, and today is the 300th episode of The Feminine Frequency. This is so wild to be at this milestone with the podcast and to see how it has evolved over time and how I have evolved over time. And thinking back to when I started this podcast, I recorded the first podcast in my walk-in closet in my studio in San Diego, and I just kind of like got on the mic. And it was at a time where I really had worked through a lot of my fears around self-expression and about being seen and about perfectionism. And really, that's what we're going to be talking about today is how to not care what other people think about you, how to not let that get in the way. And I have lots and lots to share with you on this topic. But because it is the 300th episode, I wanted to do a giveaway for you as my listeners. So I'm going to be giving away three copies of my book to the amazing winners. And I'm also going to be giving away access to my online course, which is an embodiment course called Wild. And it is really to help you to tap into your unapologetic self-expression. So the way that you can enter the giveaway, there are three simple steps. The first step is to leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That is the only place that you can leave the review. So go to Apple Podcasts app, leave the review there. And then the second step is to take a screenshot of your review and send it to my team via email at hello at amynatalieco.com. We'll put that in the show notes for you. And then the third step is to share your favorite Feminine Frequency episode on your Instagram stories and tag me. So take a screenshot of whatever episode that was, 
pop it in your stories and tag me at Amy Natalie Co. Give me a follow over there on Instagram and you will be entered for the giveaway. We will be announcing the winner for the giveaway on January 29th. So that's in a couple of weeks. So you have this week to submit your entries and we'll include all of that information again in the show notes of how you can enter. I am super excited to gift these books. And if you already have the feminine way, then this is a great opportunity to gift it to one of your sisters and also to support the show because I create this show for free. I create it from my heart. It really is a labor of love. And the best way that you can give back is to leave reviews, to share it with your friends. So here is an opportunity to do that. Okay, so this episode's really important because this fear about what other people think about you is one of the top fears that... I see with my clients and with all the women that I've worked with over the years is having this fear of other people judging them. And I think it's really important for us to talk about what happens when we let that get in our way. When we let the fear of other people judging us or the fear of what they're going to think get in our way, it stops us from living our dream life. It stops us from taking action towards the things that matter to us, towards pursuing a career you're passionate about, towards being who you came here to be. It stops our life force energy and it keeps us playing small. And if you have felt like you've been playing small or if you have felt like you are not being your fully most expressed, most alive self, it is probably because there is a part of you that is afraid that if you really show who you are, you really let yourself be seen, whether that's online on social media or that's in your workplace or in your family, that something bad's going to happen, that you're going to be rejected. And I really want to speak to this mechanism because This is a subconscious mechanism. It is a safety mechanism that we as humans have as part of our reptilian brain where this is the part of you that is trying to keep you safe. And back in the day in when we were in kind of primal times, we lived in tribes, if you got outcast from your tribe, then you were left out to fend for yourself. And back then, you couldn't fend for yourself. You wouldn't survive. So this is one of the reasons why we adapt our personalities, our behaviors, our decisions, and why we stay small and we stay in our comfort zone is because of this survival mechanism. It also goes back to your childhood. There's a really cool video from Gabor Mate and he is a I believe he's a sociologist or a therapist and he talks about this interesting juxtaposition that we have within us this conflict that we have within us as humans between authenticity and attachment which means that we are constantly afraid that if we are our, our authentic selves 
then we are going to lose love. We are going to lose connection with our caregivers, with the people who are keeping us safe. And this starts from a very young age because as a baby, as a young girl, you didn't have the resources. You didn't have the tools to take care of yourself, right? So you had to protect yourself. You had to modify your behavior. You had to modify your personality because you were afraid that if you did express yourself that you would get in trouble, that you would be judged, that you would be outcast, that you would be abandoned. And if you want to step out of that, if you want to create a life that is wilder than your wildest dreams, if you really want to step into your power, we have to work through this. Now, I want to share a really personal story here about when I had my biggest breakthrough around this. This was my initial really awakening of where I reclaimed my power and stopped living my life for everyone else. Stopped living my life because I was afraid that my parents wouldn't approve of me or that I was afraid that my community that I grew up would be upset with me, would disown me. And this was during a really challenging time in my life when I was contemplating going through a divorce. I had met my ex-husband when I was 23 years old and I was in that marriage. We got married when I was 25. And throughout that marriage, I was really, you know, feeling like this isn't the right relationship for me. This isn't the right life for me. Something feels off. I don't feel like my full self. I feel really small. And I don't feel like this relationship is in my highest alignment. And that was a really nuanced process to get to that place. And I've actually done a episode about my divorce story, which we'll link in the show notes if you want to go deeper into that journey with me. But there was a pivotal moment where I was doing a meditation and I was in that meditation and I really tuned into what is stopping me from listening to my truth? What is stopping me from trusting my intuition? What is stopping me from taking action towards the life that I really want? And the truth was that I was scared. I was scared to hurt him. I was scared that my family would be disappointed. I was scared of being a failure. There was so much fear. And in that same meditation and in that journaling practice that I did, it was like this message that came through about, am I going to keep trying to make everyone else happy at the expense of my own happiness or am I going to choose me? And it was in that moment where I decided I'm going to stop abandoning myself. As far as I know, I only have one life to live and I can't keep living a lie. I can't keep trying to keep everyone else happy at the expense of my own happiness. And I imagine that you have some version of that for yourself. Maybe you're in a job that feels not satisfying for you and you have a desire to start your own business or change your career path, but you're afraid that your family of origin is not going to be okay with that because you were taught that you should get good grades and you should get a good job and you should work for a corporation and you should have that safe and secure 
career path, right? And maybe that was right for them, but it might not be right for you. Maybe you decide, oh, actually, I don't want to be a mom and I'm afraid to share that with people. Maybe you decide that you want to pursue a certain hobby or passion and you're just afraid that if you share that online or if you tell people about it or even that you tell people that you're into spirituality and some of your beliefs and thoughts that you're not going to be accepted, right? This runs so deep and this runs deep for men too, but I really do feel like we have so much programming for us as women of how we're supposed to behave and how we're supposed to look and how we're supposed to act and how we're supposed to be and if we're not being that good girl then then we're you know not living up to societal expectations of us and you know I really want to give you permission today to live your life for yourself and to stop living your life for other people or trying to make other people happy. And the truth is you can't actually make other people happy. That's not your responsibility, right? Your responsibility is to focus on your own happiness. And when you are living in alignment with yourself, That is what allows you to be in the greatest service to others around you. That is what allows you to have the healthiest relationships. So there is an aspect of learning how to be okay if some people are disappointed with you, if some people are uncomfortable with your decisions. And this could even be something as small as like the way that you dress, like You know, if your family is more conservative and you like to dress in a different way and there's certain clothes that you like to wear, maybe you like to wear colors and sparkles or maybe you like to wear things that are more sensual and that's what you feel good in, then wear that, like even these small choices or maybe there's certain types of music that you want to listen to that you don't listen to or ways that you want to express yourself through writing, through singing, through dance that you're not letting yourself do, like this has to change. Like this is the turning point. So something that I find that can be really helpful is to take a moment and you don't have to do this right now. You can pause and do this in your journal or you can come back to this later. But I really want you to think about who am I most afraid of being judged by? Or who am I most afraid of making uncomfortable Who am I the most afraid of disappointing if I'm my authentic self? And usually there's one to three people in your life right now that you're afraid of what they're going to think. But it can also be like a group of people from the past. Maybe you're like, I wonder what people from my high school who follow me online are going to think about me if I start talking about this stuff, right? Like it might be a group of people or it might be a former partner or a friend that you are no longer friends with that you're afraid what they're going to think right it's it's usually either an individual or it could be a group of people that are in your mind that your ego is using as fuel to keep you safe and to protect you from them and what I have found is when you actually do start showing up as your authentic self Sometimes people don't even judge you. They don't even care. They're so worried about their own lives and what's going on in their world that it doesn't even matter to them. 
Or maybe they're uncomfortable with it for a little bit and then you keep being your authentic self and they're like, oh, that's just who she is and it's an adjustment for them. And sometimes it does mean that your relationships are going to evolve and change and that some people aren't going to be in your intimate circle anymore. And when that happens, I promise you it creates space for people who are more in alignment with you, with your authentic self, where you can feel free to be your authentic self, to not worry about what other people are going to think, where you feel seen and understood and heard. I promise there are people out there who are going to accept and love you and celebrate you exactly as you are. But you have to start moving in this direction and you have to be willing to let go of certain relationships or to create space and relationships that are keeping you small, right? So let's talk about how do we do this, okay? How do we actually stop caring about what other people think? And I think I really want to be clear on that. The truth is, is that as a human being, you have an ego And your ego is always going to try and keep you safe. To say that you're never going to care about what other people think about you is just not true. Now, what can happen is that voice that's trying to keep you safe doesn't have to be as loud. It doesn't have to be there as often. And it doesn't have to control your actions. So even if that fear pops up, even if that voice pops up, When that voice no longer dictates and controls the actions that you take, your life completely transforms. You start taking different actions and you start being more of your authentic self and everything shifts. So I don't want to paint an unrealistic expectation that you're never going to care about what other people think. And what I will say from my own experience that compared to how I used to feel myself. I used to have so much anxiety and overthinking and worrying about what other people are going to think about me. It took up so much mental space. And instead of it taking up like 85% of my mindset, it now takes up maybe 10 to 15%. And it really only pops up when I'm stretching out of my comfort zone and when I'm trying something new and where I'm putting myself out there in a different way. It's not on a regular basis. So I want to share that with you that it is possible to shift this and what I'm sharing with you today are some of the steps that I guide my clients through in the Multidimensional Woman Mentorship, which is my 13-week advanced mentorship group coaching program where we really, really go deep into all of these different modalities and really support you to come out the other side as the most embodied, confident version of yourself. So we're going to go over some of them today. The first one is, and actually I would say these aren't even in a specific order. These are all equally important, but the first one that I'm going to speak into is learning how to create safety in your nervous system. When I was talking about that part in your brain earlier that is has that survival mechanism, when that fear comes up, your nervous system gets dysregulated. Your nervous system doesn't actually feel safe. And that's because 
the perceived fear of what if people judge me or what if I am alone and I can't survive, even if that's not happening yet, just thinking about it creates a heightened nervous system response and that keeps you from taking action, right? That can feel like anxiety. It can feel like shortness of breath. It can bring up thoughts about self-doubt. So creating safety in your nervous system is about learning how to regulate your emotions and create that calmness, that groundedness, and that sovereignty inside of you, knowing that you are safe no matter what. And you can't just say that to yourself. You really have to wire that into your nervous system. And the way that we do that is with somatic healing practices and with embodiment practices. So Cultivating that feeling of safety and sovereignty from within means that you are no longer looking outside of yourself for approval and safety in order to feel okay. It's like, okay, if that person judges me or if that person is mad at me, I'm okay. I got me. I feel safe. And that is such a powerful place to get to instead of just feeling dysregulated all of the time. So that's a really important piece of this of learning that sovereignty and not feeling codependent on how other people think about you or feel about you. The second one, which goes hand in hand with the somatic work and with the nervous system work, is working with your inner child and doing reparenting work. So going back to experiences where in the past, when you were younger, you did feel judged, you did feel bullied, you did feel unloved as a little kid, as a little girl. And being able to go back to those memories and to bring in your higher self, bring in your adult self to soothe and to nurture and to love your little girl in those moments and reparenting that experience is so important because that reminds your inner child that she doesn't actually need that approval from other people. She doesn't need the safety from other people, that you are there to protect her. You are there to keep her safe. And that is totally true as an adult. Like you don't need to have your primary caregivers taking care of you every second, right? Like you are so resourceful. You have resources to take care of yourself and you have other methods for support. So really reparenting and working with your inner child is a huge one. And that is deeply connected to the next one, which I kind of started talking about, which is cultivating worthiness from within instead of seeking it externally. And this really comes down to how much you value yourself, how much innate value you believe that you have, which I believe is a spiritual conversation of your true belief that your soul is here for a reason and that the universe doesn't and God doesn't discriminate between one person and another. We are all equal. And that you being here right now, there's a reason for that. Your soul decided to come here and you have something really unique to offer the world and you don't need to prove yourself or to have other people's approval in order to be worthy. And so working on a really deep level to practice worthiness, to cultivate worthiness, to build worthiness from within 
One of my favorite practices that I teach my clients to do this is having a daily self-celebration practice where every single day you are acknowledging yourself for something that you are proud of yourself for. And that is something that takes a lot of practice to work through is unraveling these stories of where your unworthiness comes from and really creating a new template and a new reality and a new belief system that you are innately worthy. When you do that, you're going to care so much less about what other people think about you. It's going to matter so much less because you're no longer feeling inside like I need this person to like me. I need this person to be proud of me in order to feel worthy. No, you don't need it from outside of you. You don't need it from outside of you. That can come from within. Okay, we have a few more aspects here of how to do this deep inner work to lower the volume of that voice that cares about what other people think and that is stopping you from taking action. The next one is letting go of people pleasing, which again, doesn't happen overnight. This is a very deep pattern that so many women carry. And I would say not only letting go of people pleasing, but letting go of perfectionism. Being okay if other people are disappointed in you or that if other people are uncomfortable with your choices, that is really hard for a people pleaser to do. But the more that you cultivate your own self-identity, your own self-confidence, your own self-worth, your own self-trust, your own self-love, the less that you are going to care about what other people think and the less you are going to keep bending yourself backwards and going out of your way to be who other people want you to be and to make other people happy, right? You're going to have such strong boundaries from that place. And another aspect of this is finding people who are like-minded and like-hearted, finding people who are not going to judge you. And oftentimes these are people who you didn't grow up with. You are going to have some people that you grew up with who are also on a spiritual path or who are also more open and accepting. But more often than not, the people from your past, they hold a certain perception of you, of your old identity. And Sometimes it's hard for them to adjust and to accept the woman that you are becoming. And this is why it's so important to surround yourself by communities. It could be communities of women. It could be any type of you know spiritual community where you've got men and women. I like to call these people your soul family or your soul sisters These are the people who are also devoted to living a path of authenticity and love and acceptance. These are the people who are going to encourage you and celebrate you for who you authentically are. And this is really one of the the biggest insights that my clients get through the group coaching programs that I offer and through the retreats that I offer is being around like-hearted women and being surrounded in community with other people who are on the same journey is so healing and it's so supportive for your confidence, for your self-worth, and for feeling safe to be your authentic self. 
when you have a community of people who are there to support you and where you can be your authentic self, you are going to care a lot less about what the other people that you used to be afraid of, what they what they are going to think, right? So you can cultivate a environment in your life, a community where you feel safe and where you feel supported to be your authentic self. That is a, a huge step in this process. And sometimes there is a little bit of a gap in time between when you are kind of like stepping out of your old identity and stepping into your new identity and there's kind of like this void where some people are falling away or you no longer resonate with the people that you used to be connected with. And as you become more of your authentic self, there may be this in-between period where you're spending more time by yourself and where you're in the exploration of, okay, what does it look like for me to show up in the world as my authentic self? What are the passions and interests I want to follow? And how do I surround myself with other people? And how do I meet other people with similar interests and passions? So that can be a, a process and a journey that you go through and, yeah, there's nothing that I love more than creating spaces for women like yourself to connect, to grow, to feel empowered, and to really feel like you belong. And that's my intention here on the podcast as well, to have you feel seen, to feel heard, and to really feel understood in your process as you are on your feminine awakening path. So my love, I hope today that you are feeling that way and I am so grateful that we get to be here together in this space. Thank you for tuning in to this intuitive flow and again make sure to enter the giveaway for the 300th episode celebration and make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And lastly, I wanted to share that the next round for the multidimensional woman is starting next month. So again, this is my 13 week mentorship and we are already halfway full. So if you would like to reserve your spot for the multidimensional woman mentorship, you can find the link in the show notes. You can find out all about the program. If you have any questions at all, you can send me a personal message on Instagram and I look forward to reading your application and to seeing if this is the perfect next step for you on your journey. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll see you next week for another episode.